Today my guy was April Black. Welcome back to April Black Experience right here on the PWS and now on the PWC Network. And today I'm gonna give you my pre preview of AW Dynamite Grand Slam, AW and AW Rampage Grand Slam, both happening Wednesday night and on Friday night, live from Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City. Now, pretty sure all this is gonna be happening, both Dynamite and Rampage is gonna be happening all all together. If you guys are gonna be live at our stadium, because when I saw the, the match card for Rampage, it didn't say I didn't see live on any of the match cards. So I'm pretty sure they gonna have both Dynamite and Rampage tape uh, on uh, all together in four hours down at our, our stadium. And to me, if I'm if I'm if I'm a fan going to that show, I'm not complaining one bit unless they have dark matches and you know everybody knows that nobody cares about dark at all, but. I digress, but I did not come on. I, I can't. I can't. I cannot come on here, and and not talk about the matches and and what's gonna happen this Wednesday night and on Friday night, on for AEW, and I want to give my thoughts on it right here, today. And if you're new to the channel on the, the previous zone, make sure you like the video, subscribe, tap the bell on you you the bell to miss any of my videos. And let's get to the, to my my preview. Starting off, we got MJF, AKA. Maxwell Jacob Fuckface taking on Brian Pillman Jr. Now, MJF been killing it on, on the microphone, embarrassing the, uh, the Pillman family, whether that be in Cincinnati with, with Pillman family sitting in the front row, or talking down on uh, Brian, Brian Pillman, claiming that he's, he's in hell, not in heaven. <laughs> and all Brian Pillman Jr. is, is, is want, want to do is beat up the fine Bayface, instead of being the Bayface that want to just Kick the limit, set out MJF for for talking tra talking down on his family, and like I get that point. Brian Pillman Jr. want to be the divine bareface, but I, I, I if I was him, I, I, I must rather go out go out there to MJF. We got the week lead up to this matchup and just kick the limit, set out him every time I every time I get before Warlord grabs me and throws me to the freaking barricade or throws me uh to uh, off the stage, but like. That's what I want to see for Brian Pillman Jr., but we didn't get that. And it's like, I don't know disrespect to Brian Pillman Jr., but I would have started seeing that than having him be part, be in the visible walls and act like the wing, wing was a force field and he couldn't go out there, MJF, and attack him with a chair. I'm, I'm just, that's just me. But by saying that, I'm picking MJF to win this match over Brian Pillman Jr., and just for obvious, obvious reasons. One, MJF is the hottest thing going on um, on AEW. He's the biggest, one of the biggest heels at AEW right now, and is a, this is like this is like a mini mini uh like filler field for MJF to see what to end, uh, or and uh, looking forward to what happens in the near future leading up to their big the next big pay per view full gear. So I'm picking MJF to win this match and looking forward to see what happens next for Saudi Earth. Next match I want to talk to you guys about is FTR, Cass Wheeler and Dax Harwood taking on the team of Sting and Darby Allen. Now, Tully Blanchard has been on the on the walkers for for the past couple of weeks, uh, and I don't know if it's is this him having dealing dealing with the fact that the pinnacle has been all over the place, not being being used on TV that much ever since MJF has been feuding with Jericho for the past month, or he's still trying to figure out why. Nobody could hire his, his racist daughter 
Tessa Blanchard and any big promotion. But anyway, Tessa Blanchard, Tully Blanchard, <laughs> had been focusing on taking out Sting and Darby Allen for the past couple weeks. You haven't Sean Spears taking out Darby Allen on Rampage a couple weeks weeks ago, and this past Wednesday on Dynamite you have FTR attacking Darby Allen and Sting, removing the face paint of Sting, and now this match is not this match is official, and I'm looking forward to it, because. FTR go out there like claiming to be the best tag team in the world. They gonna be out there one of one of the greatest super great greatest wrestlers in the WCW WWE uh, WCW in Sting, and perhaps the, the biggest bay, one of the biggest bay faces in the AEW right now, Darby Allen. So this, this is gonna be a pretty damn good matchup. Um, Sting is is proving that he can still go with him being 60 years old, and I I look forward to it, and I, I do see Sting and Darby Allen getting the win here. Win here. I must say I want to see FTR again a huge win off of a lesson like Sting. I think uh, Darby Allen and Sting getting a win here makes more sense in the long, long run. But that's just me. But if I do, if I, if I have FTR, if, if, if I see FTR win this match, I'm not gonna be mad. I'm not, not gonna be surprised. But some some way, shape, or form, this is gonna be leading so up, lead up to a match between Sting and Telly Blanchard for some weird reason. I don't want to see that. I know, you, I know you guys don't don't want to see that. It's just like we know Sting, we know Sting can still go having matches against guys like Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and freaking 2.0 for all people. But I don't want to see Tully Blanchard in the ring whatsoever. I mean, we they had that sick man tag with involving him and uh, Team with FTR, but I don't want to see him anywhere near a ring anymore at like wrestling wise. Just stick to being stick stick with being a manager. Just stick with being a manager and. That's that's all I, I, I want to see from Tully Blanchard, but Sting and Darby Allen get the win here. The next match I want to talk, about, talk to you guys about is the F, uh, AEW Women's World Championship match between Dr. Bret Baker, DMD, taking on the runaway Wubi Soho. Now, I did say I want to see more matches from Wubi Soho before she get the she has that championship match between uh, uh, Bret Baker, but this is what they want to do. Fine, I'm not. I'm not even mad, especially uh, especially when you're not. You know when you have that many challengers for Britt Baker at the moment. So, um, having this match happen at uh, uh at uh, uh Dynamite Grand Slam makes sense. I'm not not even complaining. But um, as far as who could win this match, I do see Dr. Britt Baker win this match and obtain the title. Cause as much as I want to see, as much as it would be cool to see uh Ruby Soho win here. I think it's a little bit too early for her to win the championship, especially when she just came in. And knowing knowing Tony Khan, I don't I don't I don't think they want see want her, uh, they want to be uh, represented at, at the, the company that brings in old WWE guys, uh, um, WWE guys that that, that would sign the WWE and, and bring them in to win the championship. By the way, I mean there's not Impact Wrestling, there's not TNA. They they know for doing that shit, but I don't know. I don't think Tony Khan, AEW, is doing uh, want to want that to happen. So I think without the break breaker, DMD could be make uh, retain the title here. Also, if they if they want her to they they want to have this match this feud between the break breaker DMD taking on Thunder Rosa for uh, Thunder Rosa. I think they want to have the break breaker to be be champion so they can have Thunder Rosa take take take, take, take the title off of the break breaker. And me personally, I want to see that happen. 
I want to see Thunder Rosa finally become champion AEW after now, now since now she's fully signed with the company because he challenged for the championship a couple times. Uh, I think uh, just that one time against Akarasita at All Out, but she wasn't uh, signed to a contract. She was still with the NWA during that time. So having her uh, face Dr. Britt Baker for the championship at perhaps Full Gear or Revolution or any other any uh, like a special Dynamite episode that you gotta have, what more like a like a lot like a Fight for Fallen or or Fighter Fest, they might do something like that. But I would prefer it being on a pay view where you gotta pay to see this match because this match is too good to, to watch on free TV. That's just, just, just my opinion. But then then again, we gotta have have this this main event. They gonna be having on Dynamite. That's too good for a main event. But at, at the same time, it's not titled. I get that in a little bit. But Next match I want to talk to you guys about is Malachi Black, or as Jamie T would say, Malachi Black, <laughs> taking on the American Nightmare or the American Fuckface himself, Cody Rose. And I know people are afraid for this match. For, and for good reason. Because they think that Cody Rose is going to come out, come back here, come back to AEW and get a win over uh, Malachi Black. And. That that's something that we that nobody wants to see. Let's just, let's just state the facts here. Malachi Black came in AEW just destroying the Nightmare Family. He he uh, he destroyed Cody Rose. He embarrassed Lee Johnson and he, and he pummeled um, Dustin Rose. And he just and he completely dismantled the Anderson family in Brock Anderson and Arn Anderson. So. What 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 why would what good would it be for Cody Rose to get a win here? That's just me, cause it'd be a bigger deal to have Malachi Black here, Black Malachi Black get a win here or Cody Rose, cause if we get the win, if you have Cody Rose win here, what's it what's it what's gonna happen with Malachi Black? Is he gonna be not not not, not gonna be on TV at, at all for a long, for a long time? Just, I don't get the. Endgame with this field with Corey Wilson and Malachi Black. I don't I, I don't want to see a 50-50 booking in AEW because we've seen it we've seen it all the time in, in WWE. I don't want to see that happening in uh AEW. I think it is is makes more sense to have Malachi Black here win here and, ha and that's how you have that's when you have Corey Wilson turn turn heel completely. Have her, have Corey Wilson turn heel and and attack Malachi Black. Have a dirt have a double turn. Have Malachi Black be, uh, become a face after this match and how Cody will turn heel and just go crazy and just just just, just go berserk. That that's that's make well, that make more sense to have have because Cody just straight up win, get the win here after he's like, got destroyed by Malachi Black. They did that with freaking Cody Rose and, and Boy Lee. God bless his soul. And I don't want to see that happen with, with Malachi Black because uh, I don't want to see uh, Malachi Black. Beat Cody Rose in the first match and then lose in the second match between Cody Rose and potentially have a, have another match down the road and just I don't want to see that. I want to see Malachi Black get the win here and have Cody Rose go berserk and turn turn heel and potentially join the, the elite because his family is pretty much dead. But enough talking about Cody Rose. Let's talk about the main event of AEW Dynamite Grand Slam and that is the best mount best balcony scene. The AEW World Champion, Kenny Omega, taking on the American Dragon himself, Brian Danielson. And man, 
talk about first matchup for Dan for Brian Danson. I mean, this is this is this is huge. We we heard rumors that this, that Danny Bryan is Brian Danson. I, I still I'm still getting used to calling him uh, Brian Danson. Just cut uh, cut me some slack. But Brian Danson, we heard that his first match for AEW will be ha happening at this event, the Grand uh, Grand Slam or that stadium. But we didn't know it was gonna be against King Omega not title match. This is huge, and like people were talking about how the hot signing AEW. I mean, people were 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 um, making fun of WWE for hot signing their booking between having a match between the Bloodline and uh, the in the New Day on Man Wall. But nobody talking about how AEW pretty much hot signed their booking having this match happen this Wednesday night, and like I'm just saying, like who gives a fuck? I don't care. Like they want to have they they might not want to have the Bloodline versus uh, the New Day on Monday Wall. Cool. If AEW want to have Brian Danielson versus Kane Mayo on this Wednesday night, cool. I don't I I, I care less. I'm happy that these matches are even happening, especially for a live crowd, because we don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, uh, down the road with the with COVID being a thing, I mean we all we all forgot forgot about COVID apparently, but having this match happen in front of a live crowd, in front of a sold out, uh, or or stadium, I have no no complaints about it, and this is gonna be a great match. I put that this match is gonna be massive gear candidate, and I I see John Bryan dancing when it went uh went getting the win, I mean. This is not a time match. I mean, there's not time on the line. I don't know they're gonna have a, a swerve uh, announcing the time match later on at, that night, like Jago and uh, Jago said on his more post podcast this this week. But if they do have the time match, if they're not gonna have if they're not gonna have the time match match uh, this on on Wednesday night, most likely gonna happen at, at Full Gear or at Revolution, because I I do see Dane Bryan getting up. Brian Danson, God damn it! I do see Brian Danson again, again winning here over Kenny Omega, and I do see him winning the match later on for the, for the title. Cause Brian Danson, I know when the loss supposed to matter here at AEW, but he can have him be world champion right now, and nobody got a bat an eye, nobody got to give a shit, nobody got nobody got to complain that Brian Danson is AEW world champion after beating being Kenny Omega. Nobody gonna, nobody gonna give, uh, give to assist. Nobody gonna complain. I'm not gonna give a shit. I'm not gonna complain about it. But like, Danny Bryan is ready to be world champion right in the AEW right now. And if people disagree with me, fine. I don't, I don't. I mean, I, 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 I respect your, your opinion. I respect your disagreement. But I think that Brian Danson being world champion in AEW, without having that many matches at AEW. I don't think I don't think that'd be a problem. I don't think it's gonna be a, a that big of a deal. I don't think people are gonna be going on social media and ranting about it, cause Danny Bryan looks like he can be world champion right now in AEW. So I do see Danny Bryan, Bryan Danson getting a win here over or Kane Omega, and later on uh, at Full Gear or at Revolution, whatever whatever big pay they got have or they got have this match again. I do see Brian Danson getting win over in that match and becoming the world champion, and that's gonna be a good, a great side to see. But that's my thoughts on AW Dynamite Grand Slam. Let's get to my positions for AW Rampage Grand Slam. And now it's time to talk about AW Rampage Grand Slam. Now, 
Rampage, Rampage not going to be as big as Dynamite this Wednesday, but it's still going to be a big night nonetheless. Because it's the first time Rampage is going to be going on two hours and going to have six matches. Well, five, you don't count the NJ and Penelope four match. A match that I don't think, I don't think anyone is, is looking forward to. Especially with the Snangas with NJ and Tank Conti versus the Bunny and Penelope Ford. I, I, I don't care, nonetheless. So, I'm just going to talk about the five matches that are going to be going on here. Rampage should be, I mean, this is Rampage should be called Rampage Tag Team Turmoil. With all the or tag team matches that going to be happening tonight, uh, this, this, this night. But, I want to I, I talk to you guys about the first match that probably gonna, most likely going to be uh, opening Rampage this Friday. And that is CM Punk taking on Powerhouse Hobbs with Hook. Because... <laughs> I can't mention Powerhouse Hobbs or anyone, anyone for Team Tag without mentioning Hook, because that that's been Hook Hook has been the big talk uh, talk on social media ever since CM Punk said sent Hook this past, uh, two weeks ago on, on Dynamite. But I digress. CM Punk, the, the first match for him on TV in seven years. He also he gotta be talking about that that match this match uh, on the Dynamite uh, uh, Grand Slam. Uh, uh, that's, that's Wednesday as well. So another uh, CM Punk talking segment was can't get another another of those. Anyway, CM Punk staying on Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, it's this been been this been booming booming for a couple week, couple couple weeks now. Ever since uh, Taz claimed that he uh, heard CM Punk talking shit about Team Team Taz, which I I we never I haven't heard anything about about that at all. But whatever, it's, it's Taz. He's a dumbass. But yeah, CM Punk calling out everybody for Team Taz, especially Hook. And last week on commentary, he was on, uh, uh, yeah, CM Punk getting attacked by both Hook and Powerhouse Hobbs, putting, and Powerhouse Hobbs putting CM Punk through the announce table. And, I mean, this doesn't go, this could go either way. I mean, I, I heard, uh, GMT and Chris Amps, um, praising Powerhouse Hobbs for, for, for the past month or so. And I, I tend to agree on I, I I agree on I agree with them because Powers Hall has been very impressive ever since he joined Team Taz. He was impressive ever since he joined AEW. I mean, it would be honest because he had a breakout performance in all, uh, at All Out uh, last year in a Casino Battle Royal, and it's just that he's just been he has been pretty, very impressive. And hopefully he gets more TV time. Hopefully he gets more opportunities like this going against guys like CM Punk. And speaking of CM Punk. Man, CM Punk talking talking Samus have been they they've been they've been boring as hell. I mean, I get it. You hear in AEW, you like AEW, you hate WWE. We get it, but hopefully, we this is a, a sign that we get we gotta get more TV matches for CM Punk instead of having him come out and talk his ass off about absolutely nothing. But by saying that, I do see CM Punk win this match. I don't think he's going to be uh, able to lift him up for the TGS. I'll be shocked if he does. I do think he's tapping him out with his uh, uh, Anaconda uh, submission hold. Um, uh, uh, people, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy T said that this, the Powerhouse Hobbs and CM Punk reminds, me of, reminds him of CM Punk and Ryback. And yeah, I do agree with that. But Powerhouse Hobbs is no Ryback. Powerhouse Hobbs is not dumb as fuck. So I don't see him... See Powerhouse Hobbs intensely uh, uh, 
injuring CM Punk like Ryback did uh, back he was he was in WWE. So CM Punk again gets the here or Powerhouse Hobbs. That's what I want to talk to you guys about is tag team match between the man of the year, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page taking on Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Now this is a random match, but it makes sense because. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky have been hanging out with American Top Team, having with some of the best uh, MMA fighters they they ever produced. Um, you got Junior Don Dos Santos and Page Ram Ramverb. I think that's the name. Uh, Ever Blizzard. I don't care. Uh, she's pretty damn uh, good and uh, not not that bad to look at. But back to the topic. The MMA hey, they've been hanging out with uh, American Top Team for the past uh, month or so and. Chris Jericho of all people coming out and be the savior and the the guy and the guy that defends the the, the AEW fans alongside Jake Hayer and it makes sense because Mega Top Team been is one of one of the best MMA uh, schools uh MMA gyms out there and Jake Hager, Hager being the MMA guy himself wrestling for um I mean fighting for Bellator uh, for time to time I, I I do see I, this is an interesting matchup. And I'm glad that Chris Jericho gonna be on commentary yelling his ass off like like an idiot. So <laughs> this is there is it and it's uh, this is also the man of the year's first tag team match on TV since they lost to Sting and Darby Allen. And they have they probably team up on uh, uh, Avery Dark, but again, nobody cares about Dark. Nobody doesn't. I mean, if it doesn't if, it, if we don't see if we don't see on uh, what happens on Dark, to us it doesn't happen because nobody really wants to talk that much. But I digress. Uh, when it comes to who wins in this match, it's obvious that Chris Jericho and Jake Hager got to get the win here. But if they do have the man of the year win, I do see Jake Hager getting then again uh, getting pinned, and not Chris Jericho, because I, I mean, it'd be shocking to see Chris Jericho get, get pinned by either Scorpio Sky or Ethan Page, especially Scorpio Sky since him and uh, Chris Jericho had had a field back in the day for the AEW World Championship uh, um, uh, last year, no, two years ago, and um. Uh, November, uh, Chicago, but I want to see uh, Chris Jericho and Jake Harry win, get get one here. But it would not surprise me if the man of the year win due to the snitting from Dan Lambert and the uh, American Top Team. And that's all I got to say about that. But the next match I want to talk to you guys about is another tag team match involving the uh, the Super Click, Adam Cole and Young Bucks taking on. Jurassic Express and Christian Case. Now, this all came about ever since the, uh, the ending of All, all Out uh, a couple a couple weeks ago, with Adam Cole making his debut and super kicking Jungle Boy joining the Elite. And ever since, he had a problem. He had he had a problem with Jungle Boy. And Christian Case had been been uh, hanging out with the, with the Jurassic Express for for months now, and it makes sense that he, he's in his match. And especially, especially if he's still had issues with the elite, and I like how Chris and K is taking shots at Adam Cole, saying how uh, the uh, EVPs uh, uh, took uh, like save Adam Cole from taking him out out of the developmental, and how he's used to losing the, the, the Wednesday Night Wars. <laughs> I mean, that that when it, when it comes to people taking shots at WWE like like uh, like that, I don't I don't mind like. Having uh, Christian Cage talking shit about how Adam Cole's lost and has been losing the Wednesday Night Wars, and got to be got he got to put Friday on it on the on the list, and having um, Sammy Guevara talking about how since Santos Santos was a failure in WWE, which he was, I mean it makes sense that those those 
besides the WWE, I don't mind. But if you have CM Punk and Aiden Kingston talking shit about WWE at the end of every uh, any, uh, every any other dark dark uh, episode or after Dynamite uh, taping, that's like just shut the fuck up. I mean, nobody cares. That used to take inside WWE because it's a cool thing to do. But as far as who win this match, I I don't see the Young Bucks and uh, Adam Cole taking getting the win here. Um, Mark, probably some names from the Elite, Brandon Cutler and uh, Nakazawa. But other than that, I do see the Super Click getting a win here. And who knows, we might see a, a heel turn coming from Chris and Cage soon. Cause, and and, and to, to be fair, Chris and Cage had a heel way better than Chris, and, Chris had a babyface. Because the way he's, he's, like, he cut off Jungle Boy by trying to cut a promo backstage last week, that's a that 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 doesn't that's that's not a sign for uh in a hill from here in a that that doesn't not that's not a sign for a hill turn. I don't know what is. So, Christian Cage still turn heel after this match, or so he should turn heel down the road because he's better as a heel than than, than face. Just me. And um, this match I want to talk to you guys about. It's a fair four. It's a eight man tag team match. Cluster fuck between. The Hardy uh, family office, the Pirate, Pirate Party, and Bushes and the Blade taking on the Tag Team Champions, Loser Bros, and Centennial Ortiz. Now, I don't have no, no, not much to say about this match other than there's going to be uh, a bomb burner, spots, dives all, all, all over the place. This is going to be a match that probably going to steal itself. If the, the lifestyle match, I gotta talk about it a little bit. Does uh, still so that this match might still so, cause the Loser Bros and Santana Ortiz team up against the Blister Blade and Pirate Party. I mean, is that 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 that's a screen match of the night? And I don't know what what does. You also got you also the reason why the match came about. You have Blister Blade attacking the, the Loser Bros alongside Pirate Party, attack attacking the Loser Bros, and that and that they may have Santana Ortiz come out and make the save. And y'all know if you guys watch Impact Wrestling, you guys know how you not you guys know that Little Bros and Santana Ortiz have history. They've been they feud with the they feud with the uh, for the uh, Impact World Championships uh, for about the uh, summer of 20, 2018. Uh, I think 20, 2018 or 2019. Well, depending on those those years, but these two don't have bad matches, whether it be as a team or against each other. So I do see this match going their way, having Little Bros and LAX win a match here, and hopefully we see a, a feud between LAX and, and Little Bros for the tag tag titles down the road, whether it be at Full Gear or Revolution or any other big uh, special event they have on Dynamite or Rampage. But LAX and Little Bros will take take a win here, and of course I mentioned er earlier. The main event uh, in Rampage, where uh, most likely will be the main event, gonna be the lifestyle tag team match between Eddie Kingston and John Moxley taking on Suzuki Goon together for one night only. Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki, the murder grandpa himself, takes New York, <laughs> and I, I, this is gonna be it. Uh, this is gonna be blood. I mean, that that, that one thing for sure, there's gonna be blood. Gonna be fucking. It's gonna be all. It's gonna, gonna be all out war. It's not gonna be a tag team match. It's gonna be a fucking war. And if I'm Suzuki, Suzuki, I'm pissed off at AEW, especially when they cut off the fucking Kaiji Nira 
Why? Like, nobody cussed out Takashi already. That's the that's the best part of the fucking theme song to Minoru Suzuki. But you just, that guy just cut cut it off and have John Moxley. I mean, I know I wearing wearing his shirt, but yeah, got have John Moxley come out and and you know, you know have have him come out in his hometown. I, I get it, but this is Minoru Suzuki. This is a New Japan legend. This is a mur murder grandpa. Kashinio A need to be played every fucking time he comes out. That'd be in in AEW, New uh, New Japan, TNA, WWE. Was he he, he was never gonna be in WWE, but I'm, I'm just making an example. This is why the Suzuki incident has been trending worldwide at, since that night. And because of this, I see Minoru Suzuki and then also take to get the win. But if they have they want to have Kingston and Moxley win 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 the match, I do see. Arthur taking taking the pin, cause I don't want to see or uh Suzuki getting the pin here, and they do want to have want to have Kingston and Moxley win win this match, but that's that that's what I think they're gonna win the match. But I want I do want to see Suzuki gonna get the win here, and them uh having uh Lance Arthur team up with Minoru Suzuki again, that's fucking awesome, and uh, and have and he needs something to do, cause he's been. All over the place. He doesn't want. They, they don't. They don't know. They don't want him. Have him be a, a bare face or a heel, or a trainer. They don't know what what to do with, with Lance Archer. So I'm glad he has something to do here. Dealing with Minoru Suzuki, and I want them to win. I think Austin and Kingston got and Kingston got going to win here in this lights out tag team match for Rampage Grand Slam. But what do I know? I'm just, a, I'm just a, a guy that on YouTube, give my my thoughts and my opinions on AEW. And all kinds of wrestling all around the world. So all that being said, if you enjoy listening to this on the PUC Network, make sure you listen to all the all other shows on PUC Network. Poppy.com, that includes the Monday Night Machismo, the Friday Night Carnage, Friday Night Smack Talk, the Confliction Twelve, the PBR Podcast, Destino, New Supreme Wrestling Podcast, the Hidden Marks Wrestling Podcast, of course my show, the Eight Black Experience, and the Flagship, the Wednesday Night Skirmish, and if you want to follow me on social media, make sure you follow me on Twitter at MacReasonness and you follow me on Instagram at MacAdavis622. And then that time, I'm MacAdavis, Adrian Black. I'm out.